Hi, this is Coach Colette, and welcome to another episode of Coach Chat. Have you heard that sitting is the new smoking? Have you had challenges keeping your body moving during this COVID-19 pandemic? If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that movement is one of my challenges. And so that's why I am so excited to have on my podcast, my friend and stretch therapist, Marina Simovic. She is also a Reiki master. So we talk in this episode all about how you can increase your flexibility. And that's not just physical flexibility. Of course, she does all of these great things with ropes and roller balls to ease out the kinks and the pain in your body. And also as a Reiki master, she also is able to hold space for her clients as they are dealing with challenging times. It's interesting to think about flexibility, your range of motion, not just from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint. How are you able to pivot and deal and navigate through challenging emotions? So these are some of the things that Marina and I talk about in this episode. And keep your ears peeled for some tips on how essential oils can also support your flexibility. All right, I don't want to give too much more away. Get ready and listen up to this episode of Coach Chat on flexibility. So hi and welcome. This is Coach Colette and I am excited for this episode. Uh, You probably know from this podcast that in addition to chatting with social impact leaders, I also bring on my fellow healers and coaches to talk about different modalities that can help us to stay grounded and stay sane and stay healthy in all of these uncertain times. And today I have the pleasure of having this conversation with uh, my friend Marina, who is a stretch therapist. So I think we're going to really want to know more about what that means. So welcome, Marina. Thank you, Colette. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, And in addition to being a stretch therapist, you are also a Reiki master. So we'll uh, see if we can spend a little bit of time talking about that as well. But I'm curious, what is stretch therapy? That's a great uh, question that a lot of people ask me. So uh, stretch therapy slash stress therapy. Mm. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people are stressed, especially lately in these circumstances. Um, And also their body, it's a little bit stiff. Um, Range of motion is not the same as it used to be. There's a lot of sedentary uh, habits. So uh, stretch therapy, it's actually a combination of physical therapy and Thai massage on a massage table. And I use a specific set of straps Um, that I isolate uh, left side from the right side of the body. And in this way, I'm able to stretch the body in different positions, angles, uh, to cover all the muscle groups. But at the same time, a person feels relaxed, rejuvenated, and also very flexible. That's amazing. Yeah, and I think 
I want to come back to that issue of flexibility because we are living right now in such uncertain times all around the world and being flexible, both body, mind and spirit, I think is really important. But how did you, how did you come to do this? What led you to think, yeah, stretch therapy, that's what I want to do. Uh, well, I was uh, at, almost at the brink of changing my careers and um, I found this company which was based in Florida. Uh, after several months communicating with them, they uh, came to visit uh, to New York. And I initially, I just met with them. I passed the training and um, I was working in a private gym in the city, New York City on 42nd Street between 10 and 11 Avenue. And at the beginning, uh, it was quite challenging because a lot of people didn't know the concept of it, didn't know what that entails, what are the benefits of it. So um, I started working slowly and uh, over the period of time, uh, I actually work, believe it or not, uh, five days a week, 12 hours a day. What? Yes. So this was the demand at that gym because there's a lot of dancers, a lot of people who work in the theater industry, and uh, the demand was just enormous. So um, I had a weekend off, but at that weekend, um, I actually took that time for myself because it's very, um, it was very challenging to work that many hours with so many different people. <laughs> Right. That's interesting. And so you mentioned, so dancers, actors, so people that are regularly in their bodies, I'd imagine athletes as well would, would benefit from this. But how does your, um, I hate to use the word average, but how does your regular person also benefit from stretch therapy? Uh, yes, sure. So besides athletes, golf players, football players, uh, bodybuilders, uh, people who are at theater, um, it's not just the flexibility itself, but also um, we have to be mindful of our sedentary habits uh, and also of the position of the body, uh, meaning um, how do we sit every day. So for example, for somebody who sits in the office six, seven hours, it makes a huge difference because our body naturally should move every 45 minutes just to get the blood flow, not to even talk about the flexibility, range of motion, and also uh, the position of the body that is in front of the computer pretty much the whole day. So they would benefit from it by uh, extending their range of motion, getting the blood flow back to the body where it actually has to circulate, not to be stagnant. Uh, and moving every 45 minutes just to get a cup of coffee, cup of tea, water, it doesn't matter, just to get the body moving because our body are made to move. Right. We are not used to sitting. Right. And I think given what's happening now with probably a large majority of us now working from home, I'd imagine is there, do you think that we're, we're also more in need of movement and stretching and and circulation absolutely i received so many requests for private sessions especially now unfortunately i can't take them um, because of the situation that is happening however i can suggest some stretching uh, self-stretching at home uh, some foam rolling myofascial release uh, to release the lactic acid but also at the same time uh, just a regular um, working out just moving dancing whatever the body needs at the moment because all of that sitting and not moving truly um, doesn't benefit not only in our body, but our heart, our lungs, our liver. All of those organs are actually suffering of us uh, being in the same, pretty much same position 
Mm-hmm. Right. They talk about like sitting is the new smoking, that sense of our Correct. sedentary lifestyle. Um, yeah. And I think also that you mentioned also sitting in front of the computer and is your, I guess it like, is your chair at the right height? I know for me personally, I get a pain like in my shoulder blade. And I think it's because of the way my laptop and if I'm using the mouse, not using the mouse. So like I notice feelings of pain in my body when I'm sitting at my laptop for too long. Yeah, that's good. You were already mindful. So you kind of notice those things at the beginning. But for somebody who's not, they don't know what the source of the pain is. When actually it's very simple. You sit eight hours and that's just simply not good for the body. Body has to move. So a lot of offices now, I notice they have uh, these standing desks, which truly helps so they don't have to sit that many hours and they're in a standing position they're able to move through the uh, course of the day so it's a little bit different but definitely uh, mindfulness about the posture about sitting right about moving um, and also um, uh, the foam rolling which is quite uh, relevant too Mm -hmm. and so if we don't have um, the actual foam rollers are there other things that we can use to substitute for that and and talk a little bit about like what you mean by that rolling sure so if you don't have a foam roller um, you can take um, maybe a tennis ball (laughs) or a golf ball and kind of go over the painful parts of your body for example you mentioned the shoulder so you can lean the tennis ball on the wall and place your shoulder and kind of roll around the pain. Of course, mindfully and be careful um, of the rolling position in your body. Um, If they don't have a foam roller, um, they can actually also um, stretch, stretch themselves. I know it's not the same as you would stretch professionally because the pressure and also the position of the body is different, but whatever, um, uh, how can I say this? Whatever the body needs at the moment. So if for some people might be dancing, also that loosens up the body. Some people might be a foam rolling, some people might be stretching, some people actually, uh, believe it or not, could be just lifting weights, which also can increase their range of motion. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so I guess what I'm hearing from it is, is keeping the body moving. And that's interesting that you said every 45 minutes, so that could be getting up, like you said, get a cup of tea, get a cup, glass of water, doing something that's not just seated in front of your screen. Yeah, correct. So we have to be mindful of our organs, our heart, um, our weight, all those uh, contribution of the weight also takes a lot of toll on the body. So if we're not moving, we're actually gaining weight. And in this way, we're creating some other um, physical uh, misalignments or problems in the body, which we don't need at the moment. We need Mm -hmm. to boost our immune system versus uh, not think about it or not to be mindful about it. Mm-hmm. It's um, so back to the stretching. Like I find, um, I had to not had to. I chose to start stretching a little bit more. I've often felt myself to be someone who's not flexible. I, I'm presuming that that I don't know if that's actually true or not. Can we all increase our flexibility? Is it possible for all of us to do that? Well, yes, definitely. Um, I think the first thing is actually um, uh, our body intuitively knows when we need to stretch, when we need to perform certain tasks, and um, we feel certain pains in the body. So the first thing that I do in my morning routine is actually just roll out my yoga mat and just stretch for 20 minutes. 
Um, that's something that kind of comes as a routine. So if we could develop that routine at the beginning of the day, especially our body was um, in a sleep position for, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine hours, depends. Um, so the first thing you should have, it's actually to have a glass of water because the body is dehydrated. And then the second thing, separate 15, 20 minutes just to stretch the body. And this is a great uh, way to start your day. Um, and also uh, during the day, being more mindful of your sitting position, uh, what you do during the day. Uh, so we could be flexible. Uh, certain parts, such as IT band, uh, that's something that actually has to be a little bit more firmer. And there's a difference between men and women also. Really? Uh, in general, if, if a woman is a little bit more flexible than a man, but that actually also depends on what area of the body is as well. So talk more about that. What do you mean? Well, for example, for somebody who's a dancer, I do have a couple of dancers who are my clients. They're extremely flexible, including men as well. But there is a slight difference actually in the hamstrings. So for a man, who is a dancer, uh, he still has inflexibility in the hamstrings. And I found out that there's a big difference between men and women, that the men had uh, less flexibility in their hamstrings, but more flexibility, for, for example, in the different areas of the body, it could be upper body, it could be uh, their shoulder, their middle uh, part of the body, or their lower back, versus women who are more open, perhaps in the hips area, which is more so natural, right, for a woman because women, they're giving birth and they're more open, they have more opening there. Got it. Very interesting. And how should we listen to our bodies um, when we're, particularly if we're just getting started with stretching? So, you know, because there's that in the, that no pain, no gain, I don't, I imagine that that may not be the best advice for stretching. See, I don't believe in that, um, expression um, in that saying because uh, we I don't have an intention to create a pain in the body I have an intention though uh, to create more flexibility more blood flow more range of motion therefore um, I create a program for a client uh, first when they come in they address their issues uh, we go over a couple of questions and the first session we actually have to be gentle you don't have to apply a very strong pressure on the body in order for the body to receive that you actually progressively come to that point. I um, also measure from the beginning to the probably session five and six, there is a magical number that something happens after fifth and sixth session, you actually see the difference. But remarkably, even after the first session, I, um, I have this little test that um, I want a person to touch their toes after the first session. And after even just one session of gently stretching, uh, manipulating muscle fiber after the first session they're able to go halfway so after the session five you might imagine it that they actually reach the floor got it so for those of us that are doing it for ourselves as opposed to like oh push like just see the progress of oh i was i can only reach my knee but then i got to my shin and then i got to my ankle right like sort of watching how the stretch um, elongates Yes, exactly. Give your body time to adjust. Uh, give yourself a time to adjust to um, to the movements. Uh, to the also breathing is quite important too because uh, once when you hold your breath, you actually contract your muscles. So breathing in that case has to be exhalation. 
it's kind of like, okay, I'm in it and I'm kind of releasing the pain. I'm releasing the pain out of my body, but at the same time, I'm allowing my body and my muscle to relax. So exhalation actually helps. Helps me, but it helps you at the same time because then I can go further with the stretch and mm-hmm. you get more benefits. Got it. So, so we've been talking about physical flexibility. Have you noticed for yourself or with your clients that this physical stretching has any kind of impact um, for your clients or yourself, like in your mind or your thoughts? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, when we are healthy, uh, we are more happier. (laughs) We go uh, more lighter into our day. So um, I notice that after the stretching, people are uh, generally more relaxed, more rejuvenated. Um, They sleep better. Uh, they st- sleep improves uh, because when the body is lighter, it actually our thoughts are not so busy all the time. So we're able to relax maybe a little bit differently. Uh, we're more mindful of our posture, how we sit. Um, therefore, there's that mindfulness into, into the body, emotional, mental, and also physical at the same time. So I, I'd imagine then that this modality or this stretching and increasing your flexibility is helpful in these uncertain times because we're all dealing with, I don't know what's going to happen next, but what you were saying about breathing and exhaling and releasing, it seems like that this is something that could help both body and mind to be more grounded. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's the point of, um, that's what, that I was saying. Um, because when, um, when the body is relaxed, um, your mind is a little bit more at ease. Um, and of course, the sleep patterns also matters. Um, now, at this time, we don't really go to sleep at a certain time. We also have a little bit of different schedule. So um, sleeping at a certain time, I would say 10, 11 o'clock uh, and waking up a little bit earlier, maybe the schedule is not the same. However, uh, certain habits that we have during the day makes an impact on our day and on our week and not even mention the whole year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know both you and I uh, also are connected through essential oils. And is this something that you also incorporate into stretching or recommend that people use essential oils during this at all? Oh, those little magic bottles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, Actually, my room, uh, the place where I work from, is set up in a way that uh, I make sure when the person comes in, uh, they sense uh, that feeling of peace and ease. So aromatherapy is a perfect tool to um, just have a little bit of water, a couple of drops of oils, and create that atmosphere for them as soon as they step in. So they know what to expect from the session from the moment they come in from the moment that they finish the session. It truly makes it a huge impact because it also purifies the air. It helps people uh, more to relax. And sometimes I also, uh, with a permission, if they're okay with that, I add a couple of drops of lavender in my hand. um, And then when I'm actually doing the work on people, they also immerse themselves into that aroma. And that uh, actually adds more relaxation to the whole session. Mm-hmm. Great. So at home, then people could also be inhaling lavender or some other scents to help them relax as they are starting out or trying out this stretching routine. Absolutely. I would definitely recommend that, especially now because we are still in the winter season um, in New York, at least. And um, there is a little dryness in the air. 
um, if you have a heating system at home. So uh, there is a little device which is called diffuser and humidifier that actually helps you to purify the air, gives a little bit of moist in the air, and that helps also your skin, that helps your hair, that helps your uh, nails because um, you spend so much time indoors, you have to make sure that the quality of the air that you live in, it's uh, equally important as well. Right, very important in these times when we're working from home, so you're spending more time in one space, one place, than maybe you might have otherwise done so during regular working times. Absolutely. And also relationship with the people that you live with. So if you feel a little bit stressed out, you can maybe uh, leave the room where you at, um, take a couple of drops of lavender and Epsom salt in your bathtub and actually enjoy uh, your day at your spa, in your house. <laughs> Home spa. I love it. I love yes. it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> lav- lavender and Epsom salt. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> great. So what do you think of the episode so far? What are your main takeaways? Before we jump into the next segment, I have a question for you. How are you dealing with the uncertainty that this pandemic is creating? The thing is, we all have different responses to trauma. Do you tend to fight or get angry? flight or run away, or freeze, get stuck. We're all being impacted by this situation in different ways. The goal is to recognize how you respond, find healthy ways to release your anxiety, so you can take steps to thrive once all of this subsides. It is possible when you start within and I would like to help you to do it. You can visit my website, startwithincoaching.com, and at the top, click Start Here to schedule your complimentary activation call. We can talk about what's going on in your life right now, how you are in your mental health and well-being, and where you would like to be when this all ends. So go to startwithincoaching.com and click Start Here to start your journey within. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about how you stay healthy because you're doing all of this awesome work and helping lots of people to improve their flexibility and it's also important for us as healers to do the same. So how do you nurture your own uh, either mental health and physical well-being? Well, Colette, I'm very big on uh, um, self-care because I believe that if I don't have that routine or something that helps me um, in my own personal journey, I wouldn't be able to hold a space uh, for people who are in front of me. So um, I take care of my mental health by reading a lot of books, of course, mindful books uh, that not just give me a knowledge, but also it gives me an insight of um, a situation or life that if the person is in front of me, I can actually apply that advice and help them with whatever they're dealing with. So reading and personal 
development is crucially important for me. Um, also, I do take a lot of lavender and Epsom salt baths. Sometimes I switch essential oils. That is really soothing for the body, for the skin, and for the mind. I find that um, it, that has to be on my schedule at least four or five times a week, believe it or not. <laughs> Um, and then uh, I meditate a lot. I truly uh, meditate every day. And I'm always on some sort of a challenging uh, meditation program. <laughs> so Deepak Chopra and Oprah is on the, uh, my phone the whole time. <laughs> uh, and then um, on the other hand, uh, in addition to that, I love dancing. Um, and I dance a lot now inside of the house. <laughs> um, I love swimming. Swimming is one of my favorite uh, physical activities. It truly helps with the, pretty much with the whole body. And it's very meditating for me. And also, I do uh, balance my old chakras. I do self-reiki treatment. So I do quite a lot. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of um, support and self-care. Although, like you said, it really helps you to be able to then hold space for your clients and not I guess take on also do you find that you have to do things to enable yourself to hold the space without taking on their issues or their energy well we all humans um, I'm human as well so um, when you go to work uh, it doesn't matter what work it is of course the work can make an impact and uh, change uh, your mood sometimes or you can think about it however at the end of the day you have to understand um, I have to understand that this is something that I do professionally. So um, I have to separate my personal life from my professional life, uh, say gratitude towards it. However, I don't take it home. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that that was going to be a thought, right? How do you keep that? Um, boundary always sounds very hard, right? Because when we're in energy and mm -hmm. healing work, you know, there's a sense of boundary that uh, I guess, or is it back to flexibility, right? Like how do you maintain flex, flexible boundaries between your work and your personal life? That's a good question. Just like you mentioned earlier, it's a flexibility of the mind, a flexibility of the body and flexibility of the mind also. Um, I think meditation is a really excellent tool to really go deep within and to understand that not every reaction in the world uh, requires your action you become more uh, uh, skillful of silencing your mind and your body not to respond to everything. Because if you do, then there is no point of doing the work that I'm doing. Uh, so meditation truly um, helped me to really silence my mind, not to react, and also to be silent. Um, I think that's the big benefit that I got out of the meditation, to truly listen to the person in front of me and to be in it, to be present. Mm, I really love that and around what you said around not having to have a reaction to everything that happens. And I think that that is challenging for some of us, given in the world that we live in where, you know, it's a tweet, it's a post, it's a, th you know, there's, there's this almost instant feel, need, instant feeling of needing to respond to something as opposed to kind of just letting things happen and not feeling like, oh, I need to put myself in this, or I need to, I need to interact with this, or I need to make sure that my point is heard in every, in every situation. Well, I uh, see what is happening in social media and I'm very aware. I actually receive a lot of Facebook messages as a support to support um, 
them in their journey and um, who um, uh, people who are asking me uh, what kind of things they should do because the fear is uh, just like any other emotion. It could be also passion that is also highlighted. Um, so I believe, I truly believe that they really have to meditate a lot. Um, I can't stress this enough because meditation is, is just a wonderful, wonderful place to be because you really go within, um, just like the name of this today show, you go within. <laughs> uh, and then you don't react so harshly and you don't react right away. It's kind of like counting by five into your head. And then after five, okay, my emotions have settled down. My body's a little bit more still and I don't respond, respond right away. It kind of switches something in your brain, maybe in your synopsis <laughs> that you don't go after it right away. So definitely meditation and find a routine that actually works for you. Um, in these times, working out is a must. Uh, our body is not moving, but also um, our emotions are running high. Um, you know, some people, some people have mental problems as well. So I find on myself that working out truly releases oxytocin, all of those hormones, the stress reduction, and we sleep better. Therefore, we're better people. Right. Sleep is so crucial. I can definitely tell the difference on days after when I've either slept well the night before or have not. And uh, I, I like to say that I, I fight for my sleep. <laughs> like if people, listeners on this podcast know that because I, I have my like room darkening shades and I'm listening to music and I'm trying to drown out sound and, and I, I fight for it because it is so crucial to being able to do, do the work that we do. For the most cases, uh, for the most people, this is probably the only time when your body and your mind relaxes. If it's not during the day, then when? Right, right. Very good. Good point. One, one question that I ask all of my guests, and you kind of alluded to it uh, a minute ago, is what does start within mean to you? Well, start within means starting with yourself. So you basically create. Um, your own life. You create a people, situation, um, career, uh, whatever that means for you. Um, your light that you carry into your heart reflects also um, your life. How does your life look like? Uh, what people you attract in your life? What relationships um, are valid or not valid? Um, so going within and actually coming from yourself, good and bad, and reflecting that in the world around you and not blaming anybody for the circumstances and things that happen in life. You basically create good and the bad. Mm, interesting. I love that. The light radiating, like I can feel that in my heart chakra, just sort of reverberating as you were saying that, that your inner light reflects onto the world. Well, actually, I, I, I truly said that from the heart, because I think we all magnetically attract each other by our heart chakra first, and then everything else is secondary. Mm -hmm. How do you, you mentioned earlier, how do you balance or, or your heart chakra? Are there, are, is there anything that you do in particular? Well, now I'm going to repeat myself again. 
<laughs> so hopefully the our listeners won't be bored by listening to this but i do meditate again a lot uh, i do different chants and then there's different position uh, as mudras uh, that you actually apply so meditation mudras chanting um on your heart chakra and there is a specific vibration to it so you truly can feel it in your body in your emotions in your uh, state of being that something different is happening and you actually feel it uh, so those are three very different tools however very powerful thing to increase the vibration of your heart but also to balance it each chakra each chakra has a different mudras different mantras and different meditation meditational part that you can uh, increase the vibration therefore your energy as well right so what is the mudra for the heart chakra so mudra for the heart chakra is basically um applying your hands in front of your heart so palms together palms together and um uh, for the beginning you can actually balance your male and female energy so that's like the third finger here kind of when you find yourself in a balance and then when you kind of feel it in your fingers that the energy is more balanced, your female and your uh, male counterpart, you place your hands together. And then um, you just place your hand in the very same position where, where they are. And then you can uh, chant hum, H-A-M. Hum. I use that because hum means um, I am. So whatever that means for you, I would apply that intention towards the heart chakra. That's great. So palms together, sort of bringing almost your thumbs to your breastbone, right? And then yes. saying the chant, chant the chant, the chant, <laughs> hum. And, and so that can be another technique or ritual for people to include. If we were balancing that with the stretching, would you do that before, after, before and after? What might you suggest? Oh, see, that's a very good question. See, we all use different tools uh, and different um, relaxation methods. So something that I mentioned just earlier, this is how I balance my chakra. This is how I feel it in my body. This is what calls me to do. Um, However, when I do uh, have a client on the table and I do stretching, I ask, actually ask them if they open for a Reiki session. So sometimes I will do maybe half an hour Reiki before that. Why? Because I believe when the mind is more open and relaxed and emotions are not running so high, the body, you're more so into your body and then I can stretch the body easily. So some clients would say yes, they would have a session like prior to the stretching half an hour reiki and then half an hour stretching or uh, sometimes i would see that there is need more so for reiki and i would openly discuss that with them um, because our body also stores emotions so it's not just the physical aspect of it it could be a grief that they're holding in the body it could be i don't know maybe the end of romantic relationships um, or um, uh, stubbornness <laughs> There, there could be so many things that are actually our body. It's kind of like a, a, a recording that we're doing today. Our body during the day records every possible scenario, interaction, um, every stressful situation. And when you're completely relaxed on a massage table, that actually comes up uh, consciously or subconsciously. So I believe Reiki is a really powerful tool to 
use it during the stretching because in this way I relax the mind before I come to the physical level. That's amazing that you shared that and thank you. And I, I have had a personal experience. This was many years ago where I, it was before I was doing this work or was more aware and I went for a massage because, you know, everybody, we love massages and we think it's going to be great. And by the end of the massage, I was bawling, like I was crying and, and, and I was, it's funny because I, I don't remember the, the name of the hotel and I guess I would, I don't want to put them on blast even if I could remember. But anyway, I was in a space and, and I guess they needed, they needed the room. So they were like, um, could you like, could you like, you know, gather your stuff and go, so I'm like, you know, like, okay. Like, like, because I had no idea all of this emotion that was going to come up just by getting the massage. And so I, I would share that with practitioners like you, like knowing that you're skilled and aware of being able to hold space for people. But that was like that first time where I was like, wow, right. I, and I don't even remember now what it was that came up and was released, but I was, I was so um, emotional, like so much got released just by that massage. Absolutely. If the practitioner is skillful enough and sensitive enough, and I would say also empathetic enough to actually recognize that in the body and finds a way how to release that, that's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Because um, first of all, there's a trust um, towards you and towards the person who does the work. Uh, therefore, you are free and able to express what you feel in your body, what you feel in your mind, what is emotionally happening. So that's a, that's a very sacred space to be with. And um, I'm privileged to have that opportunity to hold that space for many people. I imagine that you are going to have that opportunity once we move through all of this, because uh, as someone who is solo quarantining, <laughs> the <laughs> aspect of so many of us that aren't uh, able to receive touch during this time, I think it's it will be crucial for, for the work that you do now and the work that you will do once we, we move beyond this. So I thank you in advance. Uh, thank you so much. I believe that um, there's going to be a need uh, for my work after all of this is done. Um, so before that, I'm actually creating a lot of online courses and teaching people how to stretch online, um, including aromatherapy, including Reiki as an additional tool. Um, and I actually uh, am teaching people how to stretch. So I'm not the only one uh, who does the work. Uh, so I think after all of this is done, uh, we're going to have a lot of work to do on ourselves and, and other people as well. Absolutely. Great. And that's an awesome segue because I was going to ask you, how can our listeners learn more about you and the work that you are doing? Absolutely. So um, I do have a website, which is uh, www.flexhealing.com. Uh, they can find a lot of work there. Um, it's a really thoughtful website where you can find out about stretching, about Reiki, about aromatherapy. Everything is um, kind of together. Um, or if they want to email me, they can email me the same name, uh, flexhealing at gmail.com. Um, uh, and I can actually leave my personal phone as well. I don't mind. It's my professional line. Um, but that information, they can find it on the website. 
That's amazing. Thank you. Um, I, I, I have had personal experience with you, so I guess I'm a little biased, but she is awesome. So, <laughs> and our <laughs> listeners will, will, will get to get to know you as well. But I, I want to say thank you again for sharing your light and sharing your gifts and your talents with all of us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me to the show. Yes. So that is all for this episode today. So stay tuned for our next coach chat. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You also can connect with me on Instagram at coach underscore Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Stay tuned for another episode of Coach Chat and get ready to start within to finish strong.